Okay. Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of Startup Couches. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. Make sure to get comfortable if possible on the couch and enjoy the episode. If you are a return listener, thank you so much for always being a part of this journey. You already know how it goes. On the couch today, I have two founders, two co-founders, um, Ethan and Marco. They are founders of Prograd. Welcome to the couch, Ethan and Marco. Thank you very much, Ethan. Uh, thank you very much for having us with you today. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah. yeah, really, really nice to meet you. So, Marco, how's your day been so far? Yeah, it's been a great day, Latana. Thank you. Uh, very busy, but we like that. And the sun is shining outside, which makes it a whole lot better. So everything is great. Thank you. How's your day been so far? Oh, my day has been okay. My day has been okay too. Thank you for asking. And Ethan, what about you? Same. Likewise, cannot complain. Things are looking good. So good day so far. All right. So jumping right into the order of the day. Ethan, what is Prograd? Can you explain what Prograd is? And then Marco can tell us about how it all works. Sure. So in a nutshell, Prograd is a marketplace for young people, the Generation Z, what we call, so about like 18 to 30 years old, to find access and manage sustainable financial products that they need during their young adulthood and young life. And so basically, um, very simply put, young people can finally get access and understand what the right products are uh, from a financial point of view for them at the right point in time and access those products in one platform and understands uh, those different products. Mm. Okay. So do you mean a, a, a new bank of some sort for Gen Z people? Marco, could you explain to us how it all works? Yeah, 100%. So... Uh, picking up from what Ethan said, I think the first thing that we actually focus on is education. Okay. And this is really important to us because we started Prograd because Ethan and I were having financial troubles managing and financing our master's degree. And we realized that for the first time, we had to kind of go out there in the market to understand, okay, how am I going to find the money that I need to study? Um, and what we realized is that it was incredibly complicated. Lots of financial jargon, APRs, credit limits, uh, things that we didn't really understand. And so the first thing that we actually do in our platform is you come to Prograd and we educate you. We have a community of young people that are explaining stuff to you and everything in our platform is clickable. So let's say you're looking for a credit card. We have videos explaining to you how a credit card works, what is a credit limit, what is an APR, really going into the specifics, but in a way young person adjust and understand. So the way that it works for a young person, once they're educated, we make it easy for them to access the financial products that they need and that they understand. And it works quite simply. A young person comes to us telling us how much money they need and what they need the money for. And we can give you an example. Maybe, Lotana, today you want 500 pounds to buy your new laptop. Yeah. What we do then in the back is we ask you a few questions also with regards to where are you working or what are you studying for to effectively understand um, what are the best financial products for you and what you can afford, uh, what you should be taking, what you shouldn't be taking. And therefore, we curate a number of offers from you. We work with over 30 financial institutions. So we speak to them all in real time. They come back and we can present you with different ways for you to find the 500 pounds that you need to buy your laptop. Uh, 
And really importantly, this can be maybe a credit card or it can be a buy now, pay later product. But what we're really, really focused on is sustainability of our product offering. So we also offer as a way for a young person to earn money to effectively buy their laptop. So instead of borrowing, we will tell you, hey man, you're a young person, you shouldn't be taking credit. We now work with companies like Indeed Flex that allow you to go over the weekend, work a couple of hours and make a few hundred pounds to go and buy the laptop that you need. So this wow. is really focused on. Wow. I think this is actually really incredible. Basically, um, helping young people or like I would say Gen Z people within the space of their finances, helping them make better financial um, um, choices, helping direct them towards what their options are for every financial need that they have. I think that is pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> Thank you so much. And absolutely, that's what we do. And we are not a new bank. We work with plenty of banks, but what we yeah. focus on is being a neutral friend to a young person where we don't have an interest in, you know, uh, suggesting you to Barclays or to NatWest. And we can just be neutral and provide you the best solutions for you. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing, actually. That is really amazing. So, Ethan, there's a lot of moving parts with ProGrad. So, I want to know, I know that um, um, Marco has mentioned the fact that um, this idea started off when you guys had issues trying to um, find funding for your masters. But I want to know the full founding story and then how far you have grown from when you started to today. Yeah, no, of course. Um, it's an interesting one because Marco and I basically met our first day of university. So we both studied in London at Queen Mary. And okay. we had different degrees, but so we met literally first day of university. We're lining up for the local uh, for the local pub at uh, Queen Mary. And Marco okay. walked behind me in the queue and he literally just tapped on my shoulder, introduced himself, and we became uh, very great friends uh, ever since. And then basically just felt natural a few years later to uh, start my company with Marco. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, I think like, you know, we've evolved a lot, both on a personal and on a business, uh, from a personal and a, from a business point of view. On a personal note, I think we've grown a lot, gained a lot of maturity, learned uh, how to like, you know, do basic stuff such as like page, prepare an idea, prepare for a meeting, uh, understand a lot about ourselves, about our limits, about uh, what's possible, what's uh, not possible, and all of those things. And I think this has uh, given us a good amount of maturity on a personal level, but also on a business uh, side of things where we've been advised and helped by a lot of great people uh, from the beginning who've helped us a lot. And this has allowed us to really build a program and uh, get to where we're at today, which is only the very beginning, of course, but has allowed us to at least, you know, raised the first bunch of money last year, uh, grow, uh, start generating some revenue and basically prepared us and put us in a good shape for the future. And so I think we've uh, moved a lot from uh, when we first met about six years ago at university. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's incredible. That's really, really incredible, actually. Um, congrats on that. Um, and so... Marco, um, this is the second quarter of the year. So um, I'd like to know what the plans are for ProGrad for the remaining part of the year. Where do you see ProGrad um, by January of 2023? Ah, it's exciting. You know, we, with Ethan, we spend lots of time thinking about 
every month what the month should look like every week what should the look week look, look like but then we also spend lots of time trying to understand okay quarter by quarter year by year how can we make our vision materialize and for us this second half of the year is really important we got lots of things in the pipeline so we're onboarding around 15 to 20 more providers onto our marketplace uh, we are uh, with hundreds of thousands of young people um, and so where we see progress being in January 2023 is starting to become the place to go for any young person that is thinking about finance and how things work and what financial product they may take and see in progress a friend that they can trust and come with with conviction and find solutions mm-hmm. so for us, really the second half of the year will be on making sure that we continue to iterate the product going towards our vision onboard more providers, uh, make the experience seamless for the customer and scale, um, scale um, a lot in a smart way. Of course, we want to stay lean, but we want to make sure that we have the resources in place to just cater for the millions of young people that are in need of the service that we're creating. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That is absolutely amazing. Um, that's actually great. So. I'd like to know, um, what is the size of the team now? How would you say the team has grown so far, Ethan? So it's about eight of us at the moment. So initially just started with Marco and myself. We quickly onboarded uh, people on the team. So we have the former head of enterprise data science at Marks & Spencer. We have someone uh, working on the risk side. We have James, who we've onboarded. who basically uh, helps us grow in terms of uh, being our growth lead and has a tremendous amount of experience in uh, the BTC uh, sector and basically is really obsessed with consumers and uh, the startup scene. And um, we also have some uh, engineers working on the more tech side of the platform. So I'd say we've been a well-rounded team. Of course, we'll look to scale the team in coming weeks and months as well. But for now, I think we've got a good team with good uh, skills and good talent across the board and a team that works very well together which i believe is probably the most important asset you have as a young uh, team yeah yeah i totally agree i think a team a team that works well a team with a well-rounded team with every single facet in the mix that works well and believes in the vision is a strong asset to have as a startup yeah no totally agree it makes all the difference yeah yeah it does so um how how would you describe some of the challenges you face a lot of you know partnerships you know with a lot of financial service providers a lot of also just um data processing data analysis being able to understand needs of every person you know because this is a very personalized service and so i want to know um from the both of you actually starting from marco what 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 would you describe as um a major challenge that you have maybe recently overcome, you know, building out the product? That's a, that's a great question. I think obviously in the startups, you have challenges every day. And I guess that's the job of Ethan and myself and the entire team is to solve problems every day. Yeah. But I, f- I feel like um, one of the major challenges that we had at the beginning was Ethan and I being two young faces going to companies like Santander, Barclays, NatWest. Uh, trying to pitch our idea <laughs> and this was probably six or uh, seven months ago at this point um, and obviously it was difficult because you need to be able to um, create a level of trust in you as a young person with limited experience and also you need to be able to speak the language of sales and I guess that is one of the 
major challenges that we've been able to overcome uh, going from having no knowledge on how to sell whatsoever uh, having no knowledge on understanding how b2b really works to be in a position today where we have been able to onboard over 30 financial institutions in our marketplace some of the biggest ones in the uk uh, including admiral santander and others so we've been we're really really proud of that as a challenge that's been overcome um, i think generally from my perspective um, the biggest challenge will be maintaining the culture that we have in this team as we scale so finding the right talent making sure that the right talent is taken care of and just making sure that we can scale and that will require a new set of skills that we believe we have but of course we need to continue to improve on on how to scale a company not just how to build it and i think i'm super excited uh, to do that over the coming months yeah yeah that's amazing and ethan so I'd say I think Marco has definitely uh, given us a, a good understanding of the challenges and the next steps ahead. Um, I'd say like uh, on my note, the idea would be to try and continue to scale the team the right way and to continue to bring in the right talent. And of course, it's not easy with the current climate where there is a shortage of uh, skills generally and people are looking to hire a lot. I'd say that's going to be an interesting uh, focus and challenge over the coming months, which I'm excited to uh, to tackle as well. Okay, okay, great. That's actually amazing. Um, so before I let you guys go, I would love to also get um, some words of knowledge, some 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 big lessons you've learned, you know, within this time building out program right so like Ethan what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned so far that you would love to pass on to another founder today in the UK I'd say for me twofold probably so on the one hand the idea and it's a bit contradictory what I'm gonna say contradicting uh, what I'm gonna say but basically what I believe is on the one hand you need to have a lot of resilience and basically when you understand that something you, you just need to keep going on, keep going on. You'll have a lot of people tell you no, whether it's like, you know, fundraising, whether it's trying to create a partnership, a lot of people turn you down um, and you just have to keep believing in yourself. However, on the other side, you should not be stubborn and you should really quickly understand as well when something doesn't work and basically try to make it work. And what I mean by this is when you understand that, like, you know, you've done something for like hundred times and it doesn't work, no one like, you know, accepts it, no one bites in your idea, then basically there might be a problem in how you pitch it, how you explain it, how you look at it. And very often looking at it from a different angle can be very beneficial. And so that's why I would say combination of being very resilient and believing in yourself and keep going on. But then on the other side, also understanding very quickly when something doesn't work and trying to improve it at least. So like look at it from a different angle and not just having the idea of let me try again and again and again the same way. Because if it doesn't work, just improve it. Just look at it from a different perspective and you can uh, move forward. And I'd say these are two of the important things that I've learned over the past uh, few months. Yeah, yeah. That was actually a strong lesson. And Marco? Yeah, I'd say I echo everything that Ethan has said. Uh, from my point of view, I would say that, you know, you need to go into the mindset that um, this is going to be a marathon and it's not a sprint. And so when you begin, you're super hyped up and you're like, yeah, this is going to work in like three months. I'm going to be uh, building this crazy company that's going to change the world. But I think what's important to understand is that you need to be even killed. 
and don't get too high in the highs don't get too lows on the lows and just be trusting in the process the work that you're doing the team that you're building um, the market keep on continuously iterating um, and i think this is really important because if you get your emotions get the best out of you um, it's very difficult to survive so uh, be nearly stoic be a bit detached from it uh, obviously be focused um, but don't get too high or too low i think that's the biggest lesson that i've learned so far Oh, wow. I think these are really, really strong lessons. Being resilient, but also understanding when to change, when to pivot, when to tweak things. Understanding that it is a marathon and not a sprint. I think these are really, really strong lessons. And on this note, I'd like to say thank you so much, Ethan and Marco, for coming on the couch today. This has been amazing. Thank you very much, Dan, for having us, and it was really great meeting you. Yeah. Thank you, look. Real pleasure. Yeah, yeah. And for everyone else that's listening, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow on our founder conversations on our Twitter at Startup Couches. And until next time, see ya. Yeah.